<clears throat> Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Movies with William Fletcher. I am your host, as per usual, William Fletcher. That, I did that episode differently this time, that does it, that's fine. Um, so I'm not going to record an intro for these, for these kinds of ones, I'm not really going to record an intro, a sort of special kind of intro for this, I'm just going to go through the, um, the SAC, Screen Actors Guild, um, winners, as I, as I did with the Golden Globes, and as I will do for the BAFTAs, and eventually the Oscars, when they occur month from now um so yeah i'm just gonna quickly i'm just gonna go through these give thoughts if they've changed my predictions for the oscars um and yeah if i think these people should have won or if i would have liked something different to happen so just i'll just look at the tv stuff nothing majorly interesting squid game won three screen actors Guild awards very well deserved for lead actor um well for best performance by an actor, best performance by an actress, uh, and for best stunt ensemble, stunt ensemble was a surprising choice, I will admit, but I'm happy it got some recognition. Ted Lasso, winning ensemble in a comedy series and best performance by an actor in a comedy for Jason Stake is very well deserved. I will be surprised if anything, if they don't at least get close to winning at the Emmys this year, although, although, we got a lot. Of, they've got. To, they'll have a lot of competition with Atlanta and Barry and, and other other really good shows that will be airing episodes <clears throat> in the coming months, and will be eligible for the Emmys. Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna touch on the on the film stuff. Uh, so best performance ensemble performance by 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 stunt crew, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, went to No Time to Die. I think that's pretty fair. I personally predicted Shang Chi would win it it personally to me felt like it had it was more stunty if that makes sense like there's a lot more and hand fight sequences there's, a, there's some really impressive uh, stunt work and some really impressive fights in the film and i and i figured it eh, you know and they like marvel movies they like the superhero stuff they i feel like it seems fair enough to give it to a, a superhero film but they didn't uh no time to die but two thousand nine times I has you know vehicle stuff and and this is one of, and you know they fit and it kind of makes sense to give it to a Bond film because it's you know a Bond film and you know um it's a it was a very good a uh, very good selection of nominees I will I will say but uh, no time I personally would have given it to Shang Chi personally but no time today is definitely not a bad uh, winner definitely a a a, a winner that did uh, uh, that has some good stunt work in it and I can't say. It wasn't undeserved. I just personally prefer Chang Chi. <clears throat> in terms of stunt work, I think No, to Die, no Time to Die is my my favorite film of the two. Like it's the better film in my opinion. But Shang Chi, I feel like had the better stunt work. It's very convoluted now. Um, so supporting outperformance, outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role. Ariana Dubose won. Uh, no surprises here. She, her, and um, another person I think are the sweeps of this season i think that she was absolutely fantastic in it probably my favorite female supporting performance of the year potentially certainly of the um the nominees i i don't really think any one of the nominees of what i've seen anyway is better than her i um i think i've, I've seen all the all but one for the oscar i, I haven't seen the last daughter yet which uh, Jesse Buckley was nominated for, so I'll have to... Yeah, I've seen the other four, and she's probably my favourite of them, although Anjanue Ellis 
is also quite good and I wouldn't be upset with her winning. But she was not nominated here. Um, so of the nominees, Katrina of uh, I've also seen Belfast with Katrina Balfe, Nightmare Alley with Kate Blanchett, and Kirsten Dunst and The Power of the Dog. Iron Device is far and away the best of those. I haven't seen Passing with Ruth Neger, but that didn't get the Oscar, so I'm not as inclined to go watch it. Um, but Iron Advice, my person, I think is sweeping the season. She's going to win the BAFTA, and she will win the Oscar, and she will become the third person in history as I... Uh, um, to win the Oscar for playing the same character as another actor. First it was Vito Corleone in The Godfather with Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro, and then a couple years ago, Joaquin Phoenix won for Joker after Heath Ledger won uh, 12 years earlier for The Dark Knight, and then it will be Rita Moreno and Ariana DuBose winning for West Side Story as Anita. Uh, I, was, I was very... I was not surprised by that at all, but I also don't have a problem with it. I think it's very good, and she's very good in it, so I didn't have a problem. Then, uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role. This made me happy. Troy Kotzer and Coda. Oh, this, I was so happy that Troy Kotzer won. And, and one of these, and um, also best outstanding performance by a leading a female actor in a leading role. Troy Kotzer. I, I predicted Cody Smithman, but I kind of figured he would win everything, because a lot of the time it's... Uh, but no, Troy Kotzer, better than Cody Smith-McPhee, I, I personally enjoyed Smith-McPhee's performance in uh, the film. I thought it, he did a pretty decent job, probably. I mean, I think Cumberbatch was probably slightly better, but I, I'm not, I don't think the performances are amazing in The Power of the Dog. Like, it's a good film, but there's nothing, like, outstanding. Like, it's not like you're going to go to the power of the dog for like the greatest performances of your life. You're not going to get, you're not going to get that. Um, but a very, um, a, a very well-deserved win for Troy Kotzer. It is a shame that Coda didn't get more recognition at the Oscars. Honestly, I think it should have gotten a best director nomination. Amelia Jones should have been nominated for best actress, Molly Matlin for supporting actress, I forgot his name, but the guy who plays um, Amelia Jones' brother in the film, he should have been nominated in Supporting Actor along with Troy Kotzer. Like, it, sh it just... Coda should have gotten more love at the Oscars. Um, but Troy Kotzer winning it does make me potentially think that there's a good... There's a possibility that, there's, that potentially Troy Kotzer could win the Oscar now. I, uh, I don't know if he will. I don't think it... I don't, I don't think it's unlikely. <clears throat> so, but I think... I, like, I don't think it's he's a certain to win now, but I definitely think the Screen Actors Guild Award, it definitely has um, ramifications and definitely influences things because usually, I think, not all the time, of course, but usually the SAGs are a pretty good indication of who will get, who will win. Um... Um, I, 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 I'm very happy Troy Kotzer won my personal favourite performance of the nominees uh, and, and a very well deserved win, it should be Jason Isaacs in Mass, Mass though he should be winning this category he should be sweeping this category but you know the Oscars are stupid and they don't actually watch every film which sucks, they should they, they like I'll, I'll delve more into this topic and my opinion on this in the Oscars episode. Then this was, I was so happy. Jessica Chastain won 
for our Senate performance by a female actor in a leading role. I am so happy that Chastain won. I am so happy. Because she gave the best female performance of the year. I am so happy that Nicole Kidman isn't going to sweep. And I don't even know if, like... I don't know if she can win now. Like, honestly. And it's weird to me. Because I don't think, like... Because my, uh, sort of... Well, first of all, I've still only seen being the Ricardos and that no Nicole Kidman's not good enough in that film to warrant a nomination and if honestly if Jessica Chastain doesn't win the Oscar I'll be disappointed I'll kind of see it coming though but I will have solace in this that she did win at the SAGs and I'm happy because she's great she deserves the the she deserves she deserves to be winning the Oscar I do not know at this rate if she will or not Jessica Chastain won a major award this season. And honestly, I think this could genuinely push her to potentially win the Oscar now. I don't know. I'll have to see how fit... Well, BAFTA, I can't really count because the BAFTAs were bloody mental. Uh, now, Chastain did get nominated at the Oscars, so she is in there. I, I, I will need to, like... Um... Like, watch... Like, the BAFTA... Because BAFTAs... Oh, it's so weird this year because they did the jury system again and I don't really like that system because it's just kind of like why and like the BAFTAs just the BAFTAs were mental because of the jury system it's super like um like exclusive and I was it was like an interesting list of nominations some I was happy with okay some of some nominations some of the BAFTA nominations were genuine surprises that I was rather happy to see okay i was very happy to see some of those people who got nominated okay like like best actress like amelia jones very very well deserved like it i was just it was very you know i was very happy to see that they nominated some interesting stuff but also it's kind of strange so at this point i don't know because they basically snubbed every front like all of the people here got snubbed, Chastain, Olivia Coleman, and Nicole Kim. Chastain, Coleman, and Kidman, who all got in for the Oscars, all got snubbed at the BAFTA. So the BAFTA is no indication that isn't going to change anything. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just very happy that Jessica Chastain won Best Female Performance of the Year. And my second favourite performance of the year, over, well, second or third favourite, maybe... My favourite performance of the year, though, I can guarantee, is Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom. And he didn't win Best Male Actor. It's going to be Will Smith. Um, I, I'm not surprised that it's Will Smith at this point. It kind of seemed obvious for a while. Even, like, like Will Smith is winning this. Let's just be honest and say that Will Smith, at this rate, is winning the Oscar. Now, of course, BAFTA could give it to somebody else. Something else could happen. And I do want, like... And I'm being serious. Something else could happen. At BAFTA. Say, Benedict Cumberbatch could win. And if he wins, I think there's a potential shot of Will Smith losing. Because that's what happened last year with Chadwick Boseman. 
he was winning everything. Then, then Anthony Hopkins won the BAFTA, and then Anthony Hopkins won the Oscar. Uh, well deserved, by the way. Anthony Hopkins definitely deserved the Oscar of the um, of of the nom of the nominees. It should have absolutely been Anthony Hopkins from the start. Last year, the that. Chadwick Boseman was sort of sweeping everything. He, he was winning every major award. He won Critics' Choice, he won the Globe, he won the SAG, and then he lost the BAFTA to Hopkins, and then Hopkins won the Oscar. So there's a very good chance. So Will Smith is the front runner now, but I do think if Will Smith doesn't win the BAFTA, then I think there's a very good possibility that he doesn't win the Oscar. I think, like, if I look at the BAFTA nominees, the only other person who got nominated for the Oscar was Benedict Cumberbatch, who got nominated for the BAFTA and the Oscar, besides Will Smith, was Benedict Cumberbatch. So if Benedict, so I think, my prediction is, if Benedict Cumberbatch wins the BAFTA, I'm not saying he will win, but if he does win, then I think there's a very good possibility that Will Smith doesn't win the Oscar and we could have a repeat of last year where you, we think the the front runner is certain from like for from you know however many months in it runs they they the awards ceremonies start happening they start winning at all the various places at the globe at they win you know globe sad critics choice they lose BAFTA and who, and the person who won at BAFTA wins the Oscar and it'd be kind of interesting when if, if back to back a black man lost to a white like if a, if a black actor black american actor lost to a british white man like i just think that would be kind of interesting i'm not saying it will happen and hell i don't even know i'm just throwing out the the possibility of it happening and i don't think it will happen yet i'm not entirely sure I guess we'll see how Critics' Choice goes, depending on, of course, who wins that. But I think at this rate, Will Smith is my predicted winner for the Oscar, unless something happens. Because, like, because no one else... Benedict Cumberbatch is the only person who can stop him at this point. Because Javier Bardem and being the Ricardos, fuck no. Andrew Garfield, unfortunately, just can't. And it sucks, because Andrew Garfield is my performance of the year, and I think he should be winning the Oscar but he's not going to, then that's kind of a shame. Like, Will Smith is good at King... Like, Will Smith is very good in King Richard, okay? And Benedict Cumberbatch is good in The Power of the Dog. Javier Bardem is decent in Being the Ricardo's, my favourite bit of that film, because he actually was good. The rest of the film was, like, fine, I guess. I haven't seen Tragedy of Macbeth. I do have to see it. I'm not looking forward to it, because Macbeth is... Well, just... Just in general, is shite. But I think at this rate... Will Smith is my predicted winner for the Oscar. Now, if Benedict Cumberbatch wins the BAFTA, things might change, and I could change my prediction. And I know he's Eng he's British, and he's, you know, English, and I, and I do love the... But, like, I just think that there's a good... Like, I'm... Okay. I just think Will Smith is going to win at the moment. So, uh, my predictions for the Oscars... For the winners, Will Smith and King Richard. I'm gonna go with Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. I'm gonna. S mm. I'm gonna do both in West Side Story, and I'm not sure if I re if I think Troy Kotz has got 
I guess it depends, of course. I, I actually, I do wonder who, like, who was nominated at the BAFTA between the two. So they're both nominated at, both nominated at the BAFTA. So it depends what happens at the BAFTA. I think it really depends on what the BAFTAs with this one. And, well, for Best Actress, BAFTAs mean fucking nothing. Like, like the BAFTAs genuinely don't mean anything. Because none of the Best Actress nominees at the Oscars were nominated at the BAFTA. So it doesn't matter, okay? Best Actress, BAFTA, has n- there's no indication. BAFTA doesn't mean shh. Like, it, it really means nothing. Ariana DeBose is winning. That is confirmed. BAFTA could maybe throw a spanner in the works for, for supporting actor and lead actor. It acts in no way affects lead actress because no one from the Oscar 5, is nominated in the BAFTA 6. And that is insane. But, I'm gonna... I'm gonna stick with Cody Smith-McPhee. But if BAFTA... But if Troy Kotzer wins at the BAFTA, I'm my prediction will more than likely change. And then, we've got Best Outstanding Performance by Cast the Motion Picture, and fucking Coda won. Oh! That's so good. I'm so happy Coda won. My favourite of those, like Belfast, I predicted Belfast because I was like, well, it's kind of the closest to a best pick, to best picture, I guess. But, oh man, Coda, oh man, I was so happy to see, to read that Coda one. I was like, yes, the actual best choice there. Don't Look Up was a solid film, had lots of big famous celebrities, but like, it's not an amazing film. It's certainly a decent film, but nothing amazing. And King Richard is good, but... The thing about King Richard is it doesn't really feel like an ensemble film to me. It just kind of feels like you got Will Smith and you got Anjanou Ellis. And that's it. Everyone else is kind of like, eh. And I haven't seen House of Gucci, but you know, you got lots of famous people. You got Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, Jeremy Irons, Jad Leto, Sama Hayek, all those people. But yeah, Coda won. And I'm super happy. I don't know if that will affect anything, though. But, I mean, if I look at historically, which I'm going to do right now, look at the other films that have won this award before and see how how many of the winners of Best Ensemble went on to win Best Actress. So Trial of the Chicago 7 won last year. Didn't win the award, but Nomadland was not nominated because it has, like, what, three characters in it or something? It's gonna... I mean, you could still nominate. And, um... I forgot what it's called. The Idris Elba one. Beasts of No Nation was nominated with, like, three nominees. Like, that's insane. Then, the year before that, uh, Parasite won. Uh, a very well-deserved, I, I do think. Because, well, 1917 wasn't nominated, but Parasite was nominated. And that, and it and it won Best Picture because of that. Then, the year before that, I think, was that, was that when Black Panther won both ensemble awards? And to be fair, that wouldn't really, that doesn't really, yeah, because neither Roma nor Green Book were nominated. A Star is Born was nominated, and it's probably, like, the closest to winning, but it wasn't. Then the year before, I think The Shape of Water was snubbed, wasn't it? Yeah, The Shape of Water was snubbed, but you had three billboards outside Ebony, Missouri, which is the next closest. It's so weird that The Shape of Water was snubbed, because it's got a very good ensemble cast, and I would argue better than three billboards. And then the year before... Then, then before that, Hidden Figures won, but Moonlight was nominated. La La Land was not, so I I do think Ensemble potentially could affect things. Belfast was nominated, but Power of the Dog wasn't. 
I think Power of the Dog at this. West Side Story also missed, and that's very strange because I kind of feel like West Side Story just kind of seems obvious. Then the year before that, you had Spotlight winning, which then went on to win Best Picture. I'm just going through the nominees to see how many of Best Ensemble has correlated to Best Picture, uh, Best Picture win. Then the year before that, Birdman uh, was nominated, won Best Ensemble, and then won Best Picture at the Oscars. Then <clears throat> before that, I think 12 years No, American Hustle won. Which didn't win Best Picture, didn't win any Oscars, in fact, but was a big frontrunner. Toby as a Slave was also nominated. It's weird that The Wolf of Wall Street wasn't nominated for Best Ensemble that year, because I kind of think it had, it's got an amazing ensemble. DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Rob Reiner, Margot Robbie, like, you got, well, you got John Favreau in there. Briefly, you got, like, such an, uh, Matthew McConaughey, like, come on, you got such an amazing cast in that film. And it's good. Then Argo, yeah, yeah, so then the year before that, Argo won Best Ensemble and then went on to win Best Picture. So I do think Ensemble, historically speaking, definitely helps. Then, speaking of which, The Help won Best Ensemble, that's very strange. But the artist was nominated, and uh, yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, because some, like some, usually Best Picture gets nominated and it wasn't nominated. And, and the last two years, this year and the previous year, Power of the Dog wasn't nominated for Ensemble, and yeah, before that, Nomadland wasn't nominated for Ensemble. So it's definitely very interesting to see. And then I'll just go back to 2010. And uh, The King's Speech won Best Ensemble and then went on to win Best Picture. So, you know, it definitely depends. Some years, usually Best Picture is at least nominated in Ensemble. If not wins, it's in, I think like about 50% of those went... Well, but fifty percent of those were winners for best picture. But yeah, that was just yeah going through all that. And so yeah, that's the SAG Awards this year. That's the the nominations uh, and the winners and my opinions on those. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. A and then the next episode tomorrow, in fact, will be what I watched this month, February edition, which I'm going to record probably tomorrow morning, and then I'll upload it afterwards and then you can hear about the films that i watched the the last month so yeah thank you all for listening to this week's episode so i think okay so this is my plan for so i'll have like a regular episode planned this week then the week after will be the bafta nomination so that'll be that week's episode then after that will be the oscar the 2022 oscars where me and and my guest will go through the best picture nominees all 10 of them and then the week after that will be the reactions to the Oscars, what happened, the crazy, hopefully crazy shit that went on. And then we'll be into April. And then, yeah, we'll be just, yeah, keep going on. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I, I really hope you guys are enjoying me going through these these awards and these the winners and the nominees. I, I really, I enjoy talking about this stuff and I really hope that you've all enjoyed listening to this week's episode and yeah i will see you guys uh, in tomorrow's episode where i talk about the films i watched this month and then i'll see you next week so thank you all so much for listening to this one and i will see all of you guys in the next one bye